All right. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, everyone. I don't know the time you're listening to this. Um, welcome to the to another episode of um, Moments with Oluwa Maiwa. Again, this podcast is a timeout to really discuss with people that are making things happen and pretty much learn from them. Listen to the backstory that nobody really gets to hear and then get inspired to get things done and move, move and make things happen. So on today's episode, I have my very good friend. His name is Olashuko Habidin. Habidin is a very creative and tenacious um, dude. <laughs> um, he's a boss now, so <laughs> I have to be careful. <laughs> but yeah, he's gone ahead to make the best out of places or things that people thought there was no value. So um, through this episode, we just—it's just a chat. It's, it's not not a stage interview. Just a chat about how he's able to make things work and what he saw differently that nobody else didn't really see. Um, yeah. So let's get right into it. Um, so um, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. So first thing, please introduce yourself. This time, this is not the time to be humble. So let us let us hear it all. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, Olumaya. I'm very excited to be joining you on this podcast today. I think I sincerely want to appreciate you for giving it to me to have this session. I think in recent time, these are some of the backstory. I will be sharing backstory that people hardly get to listen to first hand from me. I'm a 26-year-old graduate of the University of Illinois. I came from a, a city. I don't want to call my community a village. I came from a city in Oshun. Before Urunu, to be precise, it's like a um, 45-minute drive to the state capital. Mm. Uh, I couldn't have, uh, have access to computer until I was in SS3 to a core member that came to my community. It's as bad as that. Wow. I am a self-thoughts Microsoft Word person. What I mean by that is I do not know how to type till I was preparing for my YX exam. So it's wow. it's that much crazy. I was just a, a computer center in my in the whole of my community, and this is a community of over five hundred thousand people, if I'm not mistaken, across villages. You know those villages where we have a whole lot of population. Yeah. So I've been from University of Arizona some years ago. I I'm an alumnus of the Harvard Business School. I took an entrepreneurship essential course with Harvard Business School. I'm a fellow of the Young African Leadership Initiative as well. I am also a one young world ambassador. I was in the Netherlands um, three years ago. Uh, also, I'm a one.org alumnus. I once worked with them as a campaigner. Uh, of course, I'm a Tony Elimelu entrepreneur beneficiary. The 5,000 US dollars is it's, it's really worth it. Team. I used to be a campus ambassador for Google. I used to be a campus ambassador for Mozilla as well. And um, I'm in the development space. I've been in development space for the last six years. If there's anything that has um, given me a platform a whole lot, it's because of the development space and that has um, taken me to over five continents. I'm still counting. So I'm a serial entrepreneur as well. I put my hands in different businesses. Of course, I've got failed businesses. Uh, soup for me already failed. What we do at Super is just to sell prepare soup in liters to people. So that one failed already. I have a farm that's still existing. I have a consulting firm still existing. I I have gas station. That's that's sincerely that's where I get most of my money now. Anyways, wow. so I ask people to tell me to call me gas boy. <laughs> so I have gas station. Yes, I have gas station in the lorry bus. Even because of the conversation, I will tell you how. Our home guys are different from others, and what's um, is really giving us an edge over for that because we started just two years ago, and to the glory of God, we now have six branches in our gas Great. station. Thanks to Tony Elimelu uh, and uh, Foundation for their support, anyways. So that's just a little bit about me. Okay, I'm the first one of my family. I have a whole lot of load on my head, but God has been faithful. So, and um, I like connecting with guys, and that's how I got to know my work through a friend, Walibaka. You have not stopped this thing. I remember the day we were doing training. I think, was it not in Lagos? The digital skill training, the trainer workshop. 
Like, a person was calling you Maya, you said Maya, Maya. That's why, anyways, of course, I've gotten the pronunciation now. So, okay. that's just a brief overview about me. Uh, I have weakness, of course. One of my weaknesses is that I don't tolerate nonsense and I easily get pissed off. So, you know, once you're just telling me bullshit, I get pissed off. But I think it's something I'm working on. I'm open to collaborations. I love it so much. I give opportunity to people. I give platform to young people. So, what else? What else? What else? I'm married. I'm happily married to my wife. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Wow. That's a lot to boss. <laughs> no, no, don't okay. start that, please. This okay. is an official podcast. My we're, own, we're, my not, own. We're, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So, um, my very, very first question before we get into the other, um, other questions I have in mind. So, how do you get to position yourself for opportunities? You talked about visiting six continents already. Um, um being an ambassador for so many international organizations what what is that thing that helped you to position yourself for all these opportunities thank you very much for that very brilliant question i started just with a trial and error of course when i got, got admission to the university of Illinois some year, a few years ago i'm that boy that came from an average family of course i know the kind of background um i came from so to the glory of god i think i want to own it to god first I was able to think of what I exactly I want to do with my life, even as a hundred level student. Mm. Believe you me, my dad always wanted me to be a medical doctor, even though wow. personally, personally, who not, I would have loved to be in the art class. You know the kind of that orientation that, oh, exactly. Oh, if, if you don't speak Yoruba, let me just speak Yoruba and I will translate. Oh my God, she medicine. The meaning is because the son of a person studied medicine in school and is very successful. That's the kind of ideology my parents had. Yeah, that narrative. Oh, Yes, uh, you can do medicine. You can study medicine and still be looking for a job. Funny enough, <laughs> if you look at labor market today, you will notice that a whole lot of doctors are getting less than 500 US dollars as mm. a take home by the head of the month. Mm. And that's why you see a whole lot of them flying out of the country. So I later got to get chemistry as a course. I, I think I had 250 something in my jam and uh, 72 in CTME. You know, Laurie, of course. I, li- I love this school from. The time I've been in, I think, primary school, because they don't go to strike. That's just a mantra. They don't oh. go on strike. But <laughs> True. That's like your unique lag people. So, well, we're um, not doing that right now. <laughs> so, under Lev really exposed my craze. I was always available at every workshops mm. that they organized on my campus. Mm. And believe you me, Oluwamaya was sincere. It's not as if I am getting any value from it. But the only mm. thing I'm just getting from it is, okay, is there any opportunity they want to really share? As an under-level student, while others were saying scholar, scholar, of course, I am above an average student as a secondary school. I wrote my first one, I made it, I had more than 250 in GTM, I had more than 17 in my GTM. So to a very great extent, I'm more than average. I wasn't pursuing a first class as a under-level student. Yeah, everybody will always want to say, oh, I want to get a first class. Because personally, that passion to even study chemistry was not there. But I need to fulfill the righteousness of my parents. Without them, I'm not going to be here. So I used to just bust issue. People will do training on civil writing, do training on climate change issue, do training on development issue. Even the one that doesn't concern me at all. Mm. I go to classes when I feel like. I'm, I, I, I'm not a very uh, serious student. So 200 level precisely. I got to attend a program, a, a Google program. And I was like, is it? I, I, <laughs> please don't laugh at me. You know, my mm. I, I said, Promise. is it that Gogu? Is it that Gogu that they always say that we always type on? I pronounce it as Gogu. Like, say Gogu. Like, I was like, no, it's not possible. Gogu cannot be on my campus. No, it's it's not like how how does it really work? Because even while in secondary school, I used to have this very crazy thought that it's like those guys are using spiritual stuff to get information. Because I would like to type something on Gogu, the way I always pronounce it then, and I will be getting information. It's like they are using jazz or they are using some. Ajay from Nigeria mm-hmm. that is giving them information. You know that kind of um, stupid I, mentality, anyway. Very yeah. true. <laughs> so I got to attend the, the Google event as a 200 level student. I got interested in technology that time and I got closer to those who are the Google student ambassador then. So as time goes on, when I get stipend from home, I just go to a cyber cafe. You know, I told you I never had access to a computer till I was in SS3 and I used to work for my parents till I got to SS3. Mm. So I just go to cyber cafe, just type, and apologies. 
there was some useless stuff that I did then that I would never take now again. You know what I what I always do then alone my work? I would go to Sabah Cafe without having anything to do. Wow. And I would be I would start peeping into what guys are doing. You know, if you try that bullshit with me now, I will, I will tell you some very useless vulgar language. Like, can I maintain my privacy? You know, when I, when I, when I just peep into what people just type, I will just type it on my own laptop too, on, the, on my own desktop by the cyber cafe, and look at the website that people are filling. I just want to go to, oper- get to operate a computer and mm. be doing something on the internet without having anything. See, mm. Sincerely yours. I will just people, if this person is visiting one website, I will also type it on my own, I will visit it. If the person by my left hand side is visiting one website, I will just type it there, so... How come they didn't just sound you? <laughs> honestly, I, I, honestly, they should have. Because you can't even try that bullshit with me now. No! No! Why are you peeping into what I'm, I'm doing? Breach of privacy and everything. But I think I was watching it then. They don't sound Yeah, they very don't sound inquisitive me. and, and, and yes. very... So I got, I got to do that for a whole lot of time along the line. I got to open a Facebook account as a 100-level student. Mm. I sent a whole lot of friend requests to a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the way people just do that thing now? Yeah, just, just... I don't know you and you're not bringing value to the table. So why, should, why do I have to accept your friend request? So I sent exactly. a whole lot of friend requests. I sent them bugging people. I don't know if there's an opportunity for you on your podcast to share my first email. I just believe people will not laugh at me when they see my first email. I my will, first email was... I will work that yes, out. Guys, okay, okay. I, that, will be, that will be fine. Great. Fortunately for me, my first email, everything was typed, typed in caps lock. Everything. Like, <laughs> I was like, anytime I had to see that email again today, I just laugh and say, wow, this is like an humble beginning. So... That research and being on Facebook really exposed me to a whole lot of stuff. I got to learn things from people on social media, and mm. that was what led me to joining an organization on campus called Junior Chambers International, the JCI, mm. the University of London. So, after joining the organization, I got to learn a whole lot of skill. It really changed my story. And mm. being a part of the Google Student Ambassador volunteer scheme exposed me to some tech opportunities as well. So that was like a starting point for me in my career. So after that tenure, I got to apply for the Google Student Ambassador. I would like to share my video with you as well, if there's a way you could embed that as well. So oh. I was even practically cocky, calling Google Google, even with my uh, GSA video. Mm. Quite embarrassing anyways. But I don't know, I wouldn't have known what Jemina to saw for her to give me the opportunity <laughs> Super to <gym>. represent... <laughs> yeah, 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 you remember Jemina. Yes. So, I wouldn't know what she saw. Maybe she saw the zeal in me, the oratory prowess. If there's anything that I think worked for me in those two videos, and I think the recommendation from the student affairs units really helped me. You know, at least mm. they, they always ask us to uh, upload a recommendation letter. Then, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So I think those three things really worked for me. And the reason why the recommendation letter was easier for me to get was one, I've always worked with JCI on campus and I have always volunteered without pay. Two, anytime Google is having any event, you will always see me here volunteer picking projectors, cleaning chairs for people, handling attendance register. Those things were what the two organizations noticed and they um, recommended me to the student affairs unit, which is mm. one of the best units that could recommend a student on campus. I could, I didn't get recommendation from the HOD, from the dean or anybody. The IS authority on campus as far mm. as students is concerned gave me recommendation. Sure. And I became the Google Student Ambassador. Very awesome. The first time in my life that I'm going to be catching a flight. Anyway, mm. I, I dress like a village boy to the airport anyways. <laughs> so, I got exposed to a whole lot of opportunity and um, attending the Google GSA Summit in Accra. Then, I, still, I could still remember vividly, Alisa Hotel, Accra, Ghana. Mm. So, <laughs> um, coming back to Nigeria, I received the loudest ovation I've ever received in my life then, mm-hmm. as, I, as it then was anyways. My vice chancellor invited me. I got to speak to the vice chancellor, the deputy vice chancellor, the buzzer and some other stuff. So wow. I was like, I, I felt on top of the world, like, wow. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, I never imagined it. I got to address the school authority on the project I want to do, my plan, and the school, I think, gave me the opportunity. They gave me access to internet. Anytime I wanted to organize program, I got to meet other young leaders. So while working on Google, uh, as a Google student ambassador, I had passion for NGO, the non-governmental organization. Because I've always think of what exactly can I do 
to make my name remain ever indelible in the reminiscences of people. Mm. What can I contribute to the development of my country, my continent, and the world? I got interested in um, uh, the uh, non-governmental organization sector, and um, part of people I uh, I follow on Facebook are really involved in governance and um, democratic dividend issues. Mm. So I got invited to a conference in Abuja through that all those trial and error I do. As a young guy, I was still wow. teenager then. Mm. It's 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 crazy. If I have to go to Abuja, I know my family background. I can't afford to fly. Mm. I don't know, even know anybody in Abuja. Mm. So where do I sleep? All those things started coming to my mind. Of course, I went to Abuja. I slept at the mosque. I attended the events. Nothing came out of the events. Luwa Mayowa. Three weeks after, they, they okay. They asked us to write our email address down and some other stuff. I I was even though not um uh, now. Not feeling awesome to really put down my email. I just mm. don't want to tell me. Practically, I learned nothing about that. You imagine people who just jump at every conference or every program just because mm. they just want to yeah, listen or get out there. Mm-hmm. So I just wrote my email. Believe you me, after two weeks, I got an email. Of course, one of what volunteering with Google has also taught me is that I continuously check my email. Mm. So I got an email that I've been invited for your program in Lagos. I was like, ah, I, me, I don't like Lagos. And Tina, I'm so sorry, I don't like Lagos. I don't like, no, 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 no. I, I can't deal, I can't deal with that mentality in Lagos. So the only thing that takes me to Lagos is if I have a connective flight outside the country. And I mm. always try my best to maybe use Go the Abuja. Abuja I right? No, 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 that's psychology. I can't deal. I can't deal the traffic. I can't deal the noise i can't deal with anything i just celebrate negotiations anyways so that's by the way i wasn't uh really enthusiastic to attend the program but a day to the program i was uh, i i was in class i just received a call i just went out of the class and received a call and the person is telling me i'm on the list of those who have been invited by undp the united yeah. nations development program for a program on i could see like really zona hearing on constitutional review youth zona hearing on constitutional review I was oh. like, what's concerned me with constitution? I'm here a lawyer. I beg, get out of here. I was thinking like that. The guy called back. I just said, okay, fine, but, but I will not be able to make it that I'm a student. The guy now called me back that there is a per diem. That was the first time I had in my life what, per diem. What per diem is? <laughs> yes, I just swear. The, the next thing I did was, okay, the, he said there was a per diem and it would be good if you can come because you're the boss. Believe you me. You could tell me that my use of English is poor or I don't know grammar. But those two keywords sincerely were not words I was used to as a hundred level or a two hundred level student there. Mm. So I went, I went on Google search and Google search the meaning of per DM and re- re- reimbursement. I was like, oh, Omar, this still looks like money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should be the one paying you to attend the program. But if you have conversation with what, what works in the development world, of course, they pay you for attending some programs, conferences, and um, workshops. Mm. Mm. I got to attend that program. Believe you me, I got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar as a two hundred level. My wow. I was like, you know Lagos now. I've had a whole lot of story about Lagos, and the money was cash. Mm. I put the money in my pocket, and my pockets, you know, swell up. I was like, hey, the person <laughs> that will collect this money today, the person that will collect this money today will kill I and that money. Just put my hand. I put my hand in the pocket that first two nights. Okay, okay, I got to I got to stay at your uncle place in Lagos. I put my hand at that pocket till I got home that night. And mm. I was very dazed. And let me tell you one bit that truth that people people may not expect me to talk, but this is the reality. That is that I collected that 150,000 era. Mm. You know, the next thing that came to my mind is that hey or more, it's like this NGO sector is profitable. Let me go and start NGO. Mm. <laughs> but I, I bet you. <laughs> I later neglected having that notion for starting an NGO. Mm. So that was how I, I got to start an NGO, Brain Builders International, now Brain Builders Youth Development Initiative, mm. carrying out activity, going to community to do a whole lot of work. Because I, I can I can see that this my story is looking boring already. It's too no. long. So a lot of learning. So okay, we, we got to I got to start that NGO doing a, a whole lot of stuff along the line. I got to apply for a conference in South Africa, Commonwealth Conference. On education and training of youth workers. I got to send an e I got the email of my governor then. It was Raouf, Obene Raouf and Regochala because of promotion. I sent an email to the governor. Fortunately or unfortunately, as useless as that email is, <laughs> if a person sent me that kind of email now, I'll just delete immediately and not respond. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe favor. I got response from the email. I think I can share this email as well. If there's a way you could embed it in the album, in the podcast. Great. Great. Yeah, I would be willing to share. So I got invited. 
by um, by the uh, I think deputy chief of staff to the governor then. So one way, something led to something. I got sponsored to South Africa. Eh, on my phone, that that village boy going to South Africa. Yeah. I was I was also happy then. You know, I've been to go, uh, Ghana for uh, the Google Student Ambassador Summit. So going back again to South Africa was like quite exciting. Yeah. I can tell you practically that that investment in me personally looks like a waste. You know why? One, what I did in South Africa was only to start pictures at interesting places. Two, eat different varieties of food, even though I would later go to permit some. You know the greediness in you now as a village boy. And three, practically I couldn't even decipher what the conference was all about. Reason why, if you have attended conferences with a great native English speaker, the way they speak, their tongue is very fast. And that's yeah. why you visit that people are saying I'm fast. I'm a fast speaker. I was like, I'm not a fast speaker, sincerely. I've learned a whole lot from those who speak very fast. So I could only hear or pick something from what they were saying mm. throughout the three days conference. Sincerely. Because before, before my brain would process what they were saying, they already say another thing. I was like, yeah, to the next thing. <laughs> let's just chop food and start picture and go and use this to do Facebook paparazzi. Quote, Facebook paparazzi. You know, yeah. a whole lot of stuff. You know when people see Instagram pictures on the abroad, mm, they think yeah. you know you have arrived. <laughs> Anyways, please that notion if you have that kind of notion. Anyways, <laughs> so I got to attend the program. If there's anything I learned from that program, is the confidence to always approach anybody, mm. even tell them the rubbish you are doing. If you are fortunate to get their card, get their card. Mm. I got a whole lot of cards from that conference. That was the only key takeaway. Aside mm. snapping pictures for Facebook paparazzi and eating food because I never learned anything from the conference. I got a whole lot of cards. So when I got back to Nigeria, I now went on research personally, how to follow up from a conference. Sincerely, I think we need to appreciate Google a whole lot, Oluwamayawa. There are a whole lot of resources on Google that if we as young person take, make decisions of it, it can position us for a whole lot of opportunities. I tell people, make Google your friend. So I Google search how to follow up from a conference. Format of how to send an email after me meeting people in a conference. You you can imagine that kind of stupid English. Yeah. You understand? But Google still brought a whole lot of resources for me. But what I did was I, I didn't copy and paste. I just checked the format through which people have been sending email, follow up emails. That was how I got to send my as well. Embed the link of my, the activities of my NGO. If there is anything that has worked for me as well and positioned me for opportunity, is documentation. Mm. No matter how small, if you are doing anything. There's a need for you to document your story and know how to tell your story in a compelling way. Mm. I later got to learn how to tell stories, anyways. Yeah, Sent email to a whole lot of people. Poor, poor boy. Poor boy wanted to send an email. Poor boy sent an email and didn't BCC, didn't CC, but sent email to everybody and gave them access <laughs> to that email. Useless poor boy. <laughs> I was like, you know, if a person do that one to me now. Which, I don't know, Amaya, you know, I, I, I told you I easily get pissed off. <laughs> I may just delete that person off my record because that's the least of professionalism that I expect anybody sending me an email to know. Mm. So I got to send an email. Fortunately or unfortunately for me, I got some encouragement from like three of them mm. who said they would like to follow up with me on my activities. So we started doing that. I started um, learning from a whole lot of people. Social media has really helped me, especially Facebook. I started learning from a whole lot of people who have been in the development sector, it affected my results in 300 level, believe you me. Mm. I had a carryover in 300. I dropped from 4-pointer to 3.2 as a 300 level student. So my parents wasn't, they weren't happy with it because my dad is the type that, you know that kind of parent that you have that we always want to use you to say, I'm proud of my son, he's a yes. first class or he's a very good doctor. You know kind of, that kind of stuff. Yes, so I, 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 <laughs> I dampened that spirit in him because you know, in under level 4-pointer, in the 200 level 3.9, I'm still trying to say, oh, you can still make a first class something, but by 300 level, I was already less than 2.1, mm. less than 3.5, and having a carryover. But mm. one thing I've always heard from me, I don't like to people, I just tell them straight up, oh, I have this issue. I told my parents, of course, my dad was not happy with it, but what can I do? So I got to be learning from people uh, as regards the NGO, coupled with my experience while I serve as a Google student ambassador on campus, I've got to network with a whole lot of people. So I formed a volunteer group, people really working with us. We are doing mm. trial and error. One of what really affected my pace, yes, I can still say it has affected my pace because I should have done more than this, is the mm. fact that when I started that NGO, I never had a mentor. It's always good 
mm. for you to leverage an opportunity is you need a very good mentor mm. a mentor that could hold your hand a mentor that you can fly on his wing a mentor that can really clear the path for you and make it easy a mentor that will not want you to make the kind of mistake he has made and be willing to give you a platform but while trying to get a mentor as well it is pertinent and important that you bring something to the table value you need to bring value to that mentor because you know every time dick and harry will just i'm very sure you will have received ton of emails come and mentor me like i just like you know i told you again please i'm so sorry i easily get this like come and mentor me Say, is it is it like how, does it work that way? <laughs> what are you bringing to the table? What will you do for me? So I just mentor you because uh, I just post on Facebook that I have over one thousand mentors. So of what's value? How many million dollars will that give to me? Mm. So I couldn't get a mentor starting an NGO. So I was doing trial and error, and that is what uh, one of what affects people in the development sector. You need to have a niche or craft a niche for yourself. Mm. If you want to be doing solutions for SMEs writing mm. proposal, doing digital marketing for them, mm. or solving their digital problem through digital tools, have a niche. Don't be the one that will work for SME today and say, you are only working for big companies tomorrow or corporations. That is inconsistency. And that's one of the major challenges people, especially in our, people in our contemporaries and generations are having. Mm. You will be the one that will post about Linda in KG on Monday. Uh, you will post about Nkia Akindele on Tuesday, mm. Muhammadu Bari on Wednesday, uh, fashion on Thursday and on Friday, you, you are even confusing your audience on that mm. platform that you are. Mm. What comes to the mind of people when they really see your name? So it affected us. I was doing climate change, I was doing youth development, I was doing governance, I was doing everything. As far as the NGO is concerned, truth, it helped a little bit. How it helped was I got opportunity to travel. Of mm. course, after South Africa, the network I made in South Africa, that is why it's always good. Of course, I got, I've got embarrassed talking to people. Can you share your card? I wouldn't mention the name of a popular person on Twitter, but it's very, very popular. Mm. I got to meet him at a conference. I asked for his card. He said, why do you need my card? You know, I felt embarrassed because it's publicly. A whole lot of guys wanted, wanted to see him. Mm. So I felt embarrassed, but that doesn't really yeah. say I'm not going to approach the next person. Mm. So I never just give in. The opportunity in South Africa led me to go into Botswana, led to India, mm. led to Ukraine for different conferences again. I'm talking about fully paid conferences. Mm. That time, one of what worked for me was as a teenager, as a student, mm. I've done a whole lot of intervention support projects. Mm. I've organized training. I've represented one of the... You know, there is a way you tell your story. True. I can as well say, I was a Google student ambassador on campus. Mm. I can as well say, I've represented one of the best search engine brand on campus. Mm. Or I've represented Google on campus on a campus with over 30,000 students. Even mm. there's a way you tell story that True. resonates with people who want to read exactly. your app application. Mm. It's different from I just represented Google on campus. Or the mm. way you coin it in such a way that during my tenure as a Google student ambassador, I organized training and had collaboration with the university management with this social number of training, with social number of impact and success story. Mm. And don't just tell them the success story. You need to give them links to which they can confirm. You know Nigerians, people are funny in Nigeria. You just see, mm. you, you know, you know, you know what, what always makes me laugh these days, you know, you know, we have had experience with um, the Google Digital Skill Training. So when mm. we just come and say, I've trained over 500,000 people, I'll just like, like, oh yeah, we're in. <laughs> apologies for that. Apologies for that vulgar language, please. Oh yeah, we're in. It's like you're a madman. Like, <laughs> How, How would you, you as an individual? How can you as an individual tell me that within one year you have trained five hundred thousand? Are you a, I, I, as in who are you? How did you do it? <laughs> who, who are the people you are organizing the training for? Like, mm. how many minutes are you spending on the training? You know, we have an issue of credibility. Some of us have mm. credibility issues in Nigeria. So while applying for this application, always embed link for mm. these people to do background check or confirm that truly you have done this. It, it has been what is working for me for all the international opportunities I've got. To the glory of God, I've traveled to more than 25 countries in the last four years mm. of doing this. All fully sponsored. Mm. The, the only thing that has been working is because of the way I tell that story. So I got to do the NGO. So from the NGO aspect, I started business. I, I started getting interested in business. Mm. Because, you know, I, I, I said it the other time that I used to opt for my parents. I opt till I got to SSTD. I opt pure water and... Uh, 
minerals for my mom. Wow. Yeah, a lot of babes. A lot of babes. We always uh, fish try to associate with you now. So, <laughs> I wasn't one of the big boys in the secondary school. So it's practically even impossible for me to ask a lady out as a secondary school student. Mm. I, I could recollect a scenario that happened while I was in SSD. A lady wrote a letter to me. As dumb as I am, I went to give my mom that letter. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, what my mom told me? My mom said, no, don't mind them more. Don't mind them more. They just want to spoil your life home. You just have to focus on your education. Mm. Once you focus on your education, don't worry. Ladies will chase you. Mm. <laughs> you know, that time, now, as a young person, there is no anything yeah. I can keep from my mom. I got very, very close to my mom than my dad anyways. Mm. So, started NGO, started having interest in business. And uh, I, I don't have to forget it. I had an extra year on campus. I couldn't graduate at the right time. I had an extra year. Why? Um, I don't know if there's a story I want to share here. But I had issues with some of my lecturers anyway, so mm. something happened, something to, led to something I had extra year. But to the glory of God, it was like a blessing in disguise. Mm. So the extra year really opened me to a whole lot of opportunity. You can imagine now having yeah. to attend classes with your with your um, colleagues that yes. you have always do like senior too. Yeah. You know, it's it it put a hole in you somehow. But of course, I never allowed that to get into. Yeah, that was just got to keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was when I got to uh, know that the domestic cooking gas supply chain in Quara State is having some issues. Mm. Some of the issues that have to do with trust. Mm. I got to, I got going with research. Of course, you know, I told you, I'm seeing the development world. I get to attend conferences at times, get per DM when I'm coming back home. If mm. I DM are what I, I was using to sustain myself and really sustaining the organization. Mm. And I, I noticed that there was a time that for more than eight to nine months, there wasn't anything like per DM. Mm. like dry <laughs> nothing was coming you know that that kind of mindset i i used to start with the ngo i see this is like a money making image mm. during those times it really changed my innovation and i got to learn a whole lot online let me just say that all the resources i never had mentor why starting sincerely all mm. the resources i've got what you google search two people doing what they are doing on facebook facebook most especially i mean mm. trying to learn and replicate or domesticate or localize what i'm learning mm. i have a job that i always walk around with Anytime I see anything that excites me or that looks interesting, I get to write it there, make mm. more research about it, and get to learn about it a whole lot. Mm. So I started gas, gas, uh, the gas supply. I started in Kwasu, the Kwara State University. That mm. was um, during the time I had extra year. So fortunately for me, I was able to note from my interaction with students that as at that time that I went to Kwasu, Malete, which is like 45 minutes drive to Ilon, you could have mm. um, asked me what involved my decision to go to Malete because, of course, I noticed yes. Kwasu. Kwasu is um, part to your lorry. Yes, so, I've been there. It's uh, very, like the outskirts of the town. Yes, yes, yes. And the road network is poor as well. Yes. So I used to have a friend there. I visited and I noticed there were two gas stations here, Luamayawa. And despite mm. that, while I was coming back to Ilori, I saw students bringing cylinder to come and fill in the lorry. You know, mm. the wow. enterprising and the research mindset just stick into my brain now. If there are two gas stations here, as soon as I see coming to London, which is a 45 minutes drive, why are they coming? It may be that, oh, maybe they want to see the feel of the, of the state's capital, or maybe because they want to get other things. Oh. I didn't stop at that. I made sure, through the collaboration of that, my friend, to connect with the student union. You know, sincerely, I can't forget Google in my life. Because oh. of the opportunity I had, knowing how I can design a Google form, oh. I did a survey then, through the design of Google Form and ask people to fill it, to really know why people go to Ilorin to fill gas. You know, yeah. I could have um, assumed that the reason why they go was because, okay, maybe they want to go to the city capital or they have other things doing. After analyzing the survey, I got to know that, one, they have issues with trust. Yeah. Because the scale that those two people who are in Malete uses is a very local scale yeah. and it doesn't breach trust. Yeah. Two, the price range is too much. As at that time, the kg of gas the Malete was being sold for 300 naira. Why then, Elorin? I think it was 230 or 270 then. Oh. No, 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 not, not like that. I think the margin was like 100 naira per kg then. Wow. I think if it's, it was 230 in the it's like um, 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 330 in Malete. So oh. if a student is feeling like 6 kg, then 600 naira will be the difference. Oh. Yet, they are not still assured that they will get up to that 6 kg. Oh. Oh, Through that. a friend, I raised 100,000 to start my gas business in Malete then. What would what we brought to the markets? 
we got a digital skill. A digital skill that will give you an opportunity to know the number of kg that we are filling for you. Mm. If you have been to gas station before, I'm talking of a mini gas station like the ones by the roadside at offices and small shops. Mm. Yeah. There's always a skill that has a light. When you bring your gas cylinder and they put it on it, it will calibrate and read that you have 6.2. Yes. It's different from the normal local scale that they use. I don't know what I can use to describe this in English. It's like a metal ion. You know, that, that thing will just be dancing like this. Yes. You won't even know 1 kg. You won't know 0.5 kg. <laughs> or those who use this the scale of, that they use at uh, where they sell frozen food. You know, those things will just be doing 1, 2, 3 like this. You won't know mm. exactly if you have been cheated. True. So we use digital scale. We came to the market with digital scale. We did price wall, of course. We weren't selling three, uh, 30. We were selling 270. And uh, our pitch was that we understand the pocket. There's also the communication, the communication mm. issue, especially for startup. Mm. If you are coming into the market, what are those extra value that you can bring to the table to really entice your target audience? Mm. My target audience wasn't the Malete um, residents, but the sports students. You can mm. imagine if you are sending an ad to students or a graphical solution that really show empathy with them that I know that your parents are giving you token at home. So mm. I want to save you money by doing so, 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 so. Please mm. play according to their psychology. Yes, that so comes right in. Yes, yes, we came with digital scale. We came with reduction in price. We came with um, a customer loyalty card. The customer loyalty card is what we give to our customers and they get to tick the number of cages they are buying. And at the mm. end of every quarter, we do rabble draw and promo to reward them. Mm. Subsequently, we got to introduce a work study program where students get to open our office on Friday, on Friday and Sundays, mm. and they get percentage by the number of cages they sell. We later got to um, scale to having uh, hostel ambassadors. You know, students, you know, after the day class, you know, that was how we started uh, our delivery package. You know, after the day class, they are tired. Mm. We just created yeah. a graphics. You don't need to stress yourself. Mm. And travel a whole lot, a lot of mile after the eight o'clock to six p.m. lecture. Call up mm. gas to deliver domestic cooking gas to your doorstep. You know, people who just want convenience. We get yes. to their hotel, feed the gas, yeah. we turn. So we later go to half campus and hotel ambassadors. They assemble the, the, the cylinder for us in the morning. We go there, pick, refill, then return back. We later go to get to change that model as well because a whole lot of people con- complain that they really want to see exactly what we are feeling. So that's mm. why after getting our van, what we do is to drive down from hotel to hotel feel right in front of their hotel so that we get to see what we are doing. Mm, that's listening to the so market. That has, uh, so yeah. that has been, and we do customer survey to really get feedback from them. That mm. has been what has really helped us to start from a hundred thousand naira business to a business that is now worth more than eight million naira, Nigeria wow. value the glory of God. Anyways, but special, special thanks to the Tony Lulu Foundation. The one point five million naira really going a long way in really expanding our business and giving us access to opportunities. Mm. And we went digital as well. Opapgas.com, people can really visit the website, make order or use our WhatsApp platform to make order. We just domestify the domestic cooking gas mm. refilling sector. Mm. In Malete and then we got to expand to Kuala State. My talks are too much. But things that have really worked for me. One, be authentic about anything you are doing. Mm. Those are things that can position you for any opportunity. Be authentic and be trustworthy. It's always a very scarce commodity in Nigeria today. True. Let me share an experience. You know, I had one of the reasons why one of my business phone was, you know, I got to travel almost every quarter, mm. if not even every month of times, both within and outside the country. So as mm. at that time, I wasn't even, I trusted my staff. I made that foolish mistake of trusting my staff. Well, it's not foolish anyways. We learn yeah. daily. I trusted my staff with the capacity to manage the business, the way I would have done it. Mm. That thing taught me two lessons in two different businesses. One, the other was started the same business after he has um, asked me for pay increase and I couldn't give you pay increase. Mm. That's one. Two, the other one cheated on me by ensuring that anytime that what the gas finish in the branch where she is, he would have exhausted the gas. You know what mm. this guy would tell me? You know, the only thing I just do is to chat them on WhatsApp or call them with an international number what's the sales today. So that I would. Mm. Okay, if there's anything that also works for me, Uluwamaiwa, is numbers. I pay attention to numbers and details. Mm. I don't just give money to any member of my family like that. Mm. I place myself on salary after six months. So, mm. what this young man will just tell me is there's no markets. You know what this motherfucker was doing? After he has exhausted all my gas in my office, we go to where we buy the gas, buy another gas and put it in my market and keep the profit in his pockets. Mm. 
So HR is a very big issue for SME. If you, come, if you come 20 SME today, we don't have good work culture in Nigeria. Apologies, I'm a young guy. But yeah. sincerely speaking, huh? young guys we are not trustworthy. So we, we usually get messed up when they give us opportunity to really be in charge, especially just gather 20 business owners and ask them their experience about people, managing people. Mm. By the way, I lost thousands. I got to get to court. I get to get to police until I wise up. Now, if I need to recruit in my organization, mm. I get a guarantor. Mm. Garant, not a guarantor that is selling biscuits by the roadside, mm. that his biscuits is not worth 100,000. A civil servant, level mm. 10, mm. in that state, government or federal government, that I know mm. we sign a document that if he messes up, I will petition his employer. Mm. No civil servant wants to lose his or her job he, no. he, he, in a country where unemployability and unemployment is big. Yes. So the key point, be authentic as a young person. It will really position you for opportunity. Mm. Second thing, fulfill your current responsibilities well. If you are mm. volunteering with any organization or you are working with any organization or you are interning with any organization, mm. always make sure that you deliver to the taste of those organizations. Mm. You may not be getting paid com in commensuration of the work you are doing, but you are mm. learning. And that mm. boss or that superior is really taking note of what you are doing. The third thing I will talk about on positioning for opportunities is that you need to keep a record of your accomplishments. I said it the mm. other time, when we were my yes. the only thing that has worked for me is because I document everything I do. If there are pictures on events, I put them on Google Drive. Thank you, Google. Mm. I put them on Google Drive for me to save it so that if there is any day I need to apply for any application that goes in tandem with that, mm. I have give them a link for them to check. Mm. Not just telling them I've trained over 2 million Nigerians. Mm. I need to tell them why I deserve that spot. Because most of these fully um, uh, sponsored international conferences, they are always competitive. Sure. They have to review over 5,000 applications or 10,000 applications. So for you to catch the high of the reviewer, you need to make sure you make your own application special from the others. Sure. Then, another thing, after keeping record of your accomplishment, is that learn how to tell your own stories. Mm. You know, one of the major uh, major issues I have when I have opportunity to talk, maybe at the United Nations event or African Union event, is that Africans are not telling our stories the right way. Mm. And that's why the West media, we come here and we tell that story in a way that we portray Africa in a bad light. Mm. I've been to the US, I'm very sure you have traveled to the US, to the UK as well. It's not as if those guys don't have challenges as well. But they try to cover it and brand it as if Africa is the only house of poverty, corruption, misdemeanor, <laughs> and everything. Because we have allowed them to tell our story for us. Mm. So you mm. yourself, you need to be a storyteller. Of course, you can't be chart of all trade, but it's something you can learn online. It's mm. something you can work or collaborate with a person, or it's something you can get to see people that have been doing that. Another thing is be a great team player. That This is very, very important. You know, if you're not a team player, there is no there is no way you will be able to work collaboratively with others. Collaboration and not competition is what we have been doing and advising people to really venture into now. Mm. So being a great team player will teach you how to have a great emotional intelligence. Mm. It also gives you an opportunity to know how to have an experience of interpersonal work relationship. Another thing I will be discussing on the podcast is that you need, you need to be solution-oriented. Mm. As the CEO of ThinkLint, if you want to employ a personnel, I'm very sure you will go beyond great in employing anybody. Definitely. Yes, of saying first class is go has got even beyond skills that you are having now. As an employer of labor with four different businesses, I go beyond great. I go beyond the fact that you have skills. What's your character? Mm. True. Are you the type that if I do not have opportunity and I ask you to go to a meeting with maybe a client, Annoyingly, the client says something that doesn't really go well with you. Will you say fuck off to that client or mm. tell the client, maybe if a client, you know, you would have witnessed a whole lot of stuff. Now, maybe when you send a website brief to a person, Luamayawa, what one million naira, and the client will tell you, ah, 50,000 naira is what one guy was advertising for me. You know, that thing can easily get you peace. Yep. But the entrepreneur in you will just try to tell you, oh, I'm going uh, uh, to bring the money on. Uh -huh. I'm going to install plugin for you. I'm going to give you three-month digital strategy. I'm going to do an install payment platform and gateway on your website. I'll be giving you value for this. I'll be uh, um, telling you so, 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 so. I'll be training your staff on this. You know, that's entrepreneur in you or that, um, that being solution-oriented 
we always speak well. Mm. Always be professional as well. If there's anything I will also appreciate Google for, is the fact that I learned how to send an email while I was the Google Student Ambassador. Mm. You know, you have to send email now. You have to send email to approve. And Google Student Ambassador taught me how to write a proposal. You know, we have to write proposals, some new proposals for events. For events, So yes. one way or the other, you have to, you've got to learn because you won't want to shame your assessors. Yeah, and do more with less. And ah, you remember that mandrilla? <laughs> <my, my>, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing out loud right here. Do more with less. Zero yeah. budgets. <laughs> So, you've got to learn how to be professional in sending emails, in responding to phone calls. There's a big challenge. I don't know, maybe Tinkling Day will be willing to solve this. Mm. A Nigerian graduate, from my experience, Uwamaiwa, thousands cannot send an email sincerely. I don't know, maybe I, I, I'm the only one that I've been experiencing that. You're not. If you ask people to send their email or forward their CV, they will forward the CV that has been forwarded to one company three years ago to me. Forwarded email for crying out loud in 21st century. In Microsoft Word document, not in PDF. So it's even crazy. It's crazy. And when they are writing in PDF in 21st century, they start telling you gender, uh, not gender, uh, religion. Yeah. Religion, Yoruba. How does it relevance is anyways? Well, well, Google has made life easy. Sincerely, mm. just Google search how to write a professional CV for the role of this. It's easier. Professionalism is really, really, really key and it's one of what will really help you. And also, always work and invest on your personal development. Mm. It's not as if I'm rich before I wrote for Harvard Business School course. Mm. It's because of the fact that there is a need for me. I'm not doing uh, apologies, apologies, apologies once again. To those who do Instagram business of maybe 20, um, 200 naira or 50,000 or 100,000. It's a good way to start. I started with 100,000. I'm doing a business transacting millions. Mm. There's a need for me to improve in my knowledge. Yes. There's a need for me to learn much about business and entrepreneurship development. So if I want to learn that, it will not be taught and apologies for those doing MBA. I I don't know why I want to shake this table anyways, but apologies. (laughs) Apologies to those doing MBA at some universities in Nigeria. Mm. I'm so sorry. I think personally, I may be wrong. It's a sheer waste of money to go and do MBA at a whole lot of tertiary institutions in Nigeria. Mm. The only university I can recommend in Nigeria is the Lagos Business School. That's where you can really learn MBA and do real MBA. Mm. You know, you can imagine some guys, some guys came to me, I'm just digressing, came mm. to me for internship. They were doing MBA at, at a university. I won't mention the name of the university. The mm. university is in the North, Northern Central. Even the lecturer who is teaching them does not know anything about business because he's not a practicing business owner. Yeah. They don't know case study. They can't solve problems. You can't give them just business case scenario and tell them to to develop um, strategy documents. There are a lot of things that, that they couldn't know. So it's always good to, whatever is worth doing at all is worth doing well. Invest heavily in your professional development. I'm aware, of course. No, you will pay me for this. Thinkling Day organizes training. Yes. Organizes 30 <laughs> minutes, one hour sessions for people. But you know what pisses you off? Sometimes those who needed that training are those who will be buying Ticket for show. Of course, I'm a social guy as well. Buying data, buying iPhone 11 Plus. But if you ask them to come and invest less than a hundred dollars in their personal development, they will start telling you story. So there is a need for reorientation of mindset on improvement of personal development. And when you see that person be choosing for that fellowship or be choosing for that program, post pictures or reports on Facebook, he doesn't didn't he didn't just get your platter of coach. I told you the other time, I've been to 25 countries and more. I've applied for more than 200 conferences. You can imagine I've gotten more than 175 rejections. Wow. That was going to be part of my question. How do you handle the rejections? And not Yes, yes. Let me me answer that then. Sincerely, rejection was was something that looks like a spell Mm. when I started applying for most of these things to me. Mm. Because at times, you know, you know, as a Muslim, with uh, an Islamic background. Anytime I get rejection, you know what what's firstly come to my mind? I said, oh, maybe it's because I don't see my prayer or maybe because I'm not reading Quran. <laughs> you know that kind of thought that becomes that, eh? It's because I'm not serving my God very well. No? Mm. Because if I'm serving my God, I won't be having rejections. But believe you me, I want to tell you today, it's very okay to fail. I'm not, okay, let me say this though. I'm not a motivational speaker, please, because I also need motivation myself. <laughs> as motivational speaking is not good. Though. But I'm not a motivational speaker, but I call myself an inspirational young leader because I really tell you the reality that you don't want to listen to. Mm. I don't care if you make me your enemy. 
but the reality is what we don't want to listen to in Nigeria. It's mm. okay for you to fail. I've failed. I told you that time I have two failed businesses. I've lost millions in businesses. Mm. Failure, see failure as a success. That's mm. how I handle rejection. I have a catalog on my laptop where I post all applications that have been rejected for. Mm. There are some applications. I got rejected for one young word the first time I applied. I applied the second time I got it. I got rejected for Tony Olivelu Foundation Grant the first time I applied. I had, that was the year that Tony Olivelu did a GIZ partnership. He just sent an email one day that if you have applied and you are not successful, we apply again. And he applied and to the glory of God, I got him. So I do failure, see failure as a stepping stone to success. Know that it's an opportunity for you to try it again. The greatest people that you are seeing today have got, all got their own. But you know the challenge I have? I think I have to work on this with Uwa we don't get to talk about our failure a whole lot. We talk about success a whole lot. Mm, and that is what is really, really um, uh, confusing the young minds now. You know, when they see people like me reading my profile, that okay, he's an anonymous abad, he's a yearly fellow, he has gone mm. to social number of country, he has social number of business, what's social number of millions. Mm. They thought it's just one day that it just happened. True. I didn't get to see. I think I, I need to share, I need to start sharing rejections now, sincerely. I will have mm. to start sharing rejection more. Tonight that we are stop talking, before we jump on this call, I just got a rejection email. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> for a proposal I submitted. So, rejection now, to me, now looks like an opportunity for me to do more. Mm. It looks like an opportunity and platform to me to really work on that model and look at what didn't work for me the last time. And what, also, what I always also do when I apply for opportunity is I get to go and look those who are choosing. You understand? Mm-hmm. What are those things that they want right. to do? What can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. Instead of me to just be petty or be envious of them, mm-hmm. go and check them, check their background, and see how you can coin your own story or tweak it mm-hmm. in a way that will suit it and will make you the best candidate for that opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. Get to send some of them a, a message. And when you are sending message, apologies, I'm not rude, I'm not arrogant, mm-hmm. but I have over 100 WhatsApp messages of good morning. I will never respond to good morning. Mm. If you are going to send a message to a person, good morning, I'm quite excited to be sending you a message this morning. I like the work you do with Tinkling D or with 30 minutes with Oluwamayawa. Could you please do, do so, so, so. Go straight to the business. I don't have time for chit chat. I've got a whole lot on my schedule to, to handle. So if you are telling me good morning, how was your night? Some of yours, some of them even do, do not know even how was your night is a poor English. How was your night is like your, how was your last night sex? But you know, this part of the world, some of our secondary school teachers have taught us all those poor, poor English that we speak all around. Mm. So they will tell you, good, um, good evening, hours or night, hope you are fine, hope you are good. You know, what's like, wrong with you that? Point. <laughs> yes, now, guys, I don't know, go to, but now I don't just respond again. Once you send me good money, I will just tell you, it's like this one does not mean business. When, when you mean business, you will tell me exactly what you want me to do for you. And mm. if I'm interested in responding, I will respond. If I'm not interested, then I tell you I pass. Mm. Oh, I tell you thanks, but no thanks. You know that mm. kind of message now. Yeah. So, so I had rejection. Why? Why? The, the why I was firstly applying for some of those rejection was something I couldn't handle. It's always good to me psychologically. It's always like the, uh, there was a spell on me. It's always like I'm not doing the right thing. Or okay, the reason why I always have a whole lot of rejection again. Oh, I need to stay this. I was just applying for anything that came my way. Then, mm. as a young person, you need to have a niche. Mm. Have a niche of what you are doing. Mm. You can't just see climate change conference and jump on it today. Do digital marketing tomorrow. You see, that's one of the problems that some of these uh, young tech startup are doing, um, tech uh, guys are doing. I know you must have had a whole lot of experience in that aspect. You are the boss in that. True. You are the UI UX designer. You are the web developer. You are the digital marketer. Alaiki Lovesh Imbego. Exactly. You will offer more of them critically. You can't tell me you, you are not jack of all trades. Mm. You want to do UI UX, master UI UX. You want to venture into digital marketing. And <laughs> you know what makes me laugh? This is people will just take digital garage certificate and start writing on LinkedIn that they are a digital marketer. <laughs> <laughs> when people are spending $2,000 to get a real knowledge. Of course, yes. So why did you just take uh, fair then? Free Google Digital Garage they, they, they are not digital. One of the most abused, misused words these days. Digital marketer, digital yeah. strategist. Everybody's yeah. a strategist now, especially during this lockdown. So just have a niche for yourself. Mm. So I got used to rejections and I got to always work on it subsequently. Mm. Yeah. Great. Next question, Maya. I know we have spent a whole lot on this podcast. Great. I mean, so <laughs> this is a whole this is like a masterclass. In fact, a module, <laughs> a module. We are not paying you now, class. Maya. 
You're not paying me. I will send my US dollars account. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So, to be very honest, you have answered all of my questions except just one. <laughs> I, I don't know, okay. you just cut through everything. You just got everything well answered. But last question is, how do you access relationship to unlock opportunities? Yeah, relationship is always very, 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 very key, sincerely speaking. We started, I started a project during this uh, called COVID-19, called No COVID-19. You can check us on nocovid19.ng. Yeah, I'll keep the link. It was because, yeah, it was because I see a problem to help the government. Mm. I see I, I see the need to help the government, that the government cannot do it all. Mm. I see the need to leverage on the resources of people have invested heavily in. If there's anything that I think, excuse me, is working for me now, it's because of my interest in investing in human capacity development. Mm. I don't see those who work with me as mentee. I mm. see them as partners. Mm. Because investing in them will one way or the other in the long run really help me. And that was what helped me during the COVID. We had an area of more than a hundred volunteers who are data wrangler, researcher, content writer, graphics recreator, web developer, caught across different states, volunteering their time and resources till from March 20. Great. It goes beyond just volunteering resources. There was a time we had to apply for the US Embassy Grant. I think I told you a few days ago that we got the US Embassy Grant. Yes, congratulations. To uh, um, uh, work on no COVID-19 projects. Relationship was what got us those grant, that mm-hmm. grant sincerely. Because you know, people do just, people cannot just throw big money at you now. Mm-hmm. You know, this country, there, there's the issues of trust. True. Nobody just or you won't just give you twenty five thousand US dollars on the platter of gold. Mm-hmm. They need to see what you have done. Mm-hmm. Who can vouch for you? True. Like this is also uh, an admonition to young people in the workspace. When they get to that board meeting, mm-hmm. do you have a member of the board? That can vouch for you that I know Mayowa. If you give him this 800 mm. million naira to really revamp Zenith Bank or GC Bank website, you won't run away with your money. Mm. Who can beat their chest and put their personality online for you? When I say put your personality online, it means they can put their last drop of sweat mm. on you that you will not miss, mess up with any opportunity that is given to you. Mm. If there is anything I've learned from building relationship, is that of course it's good to always go broke. But never, ever, or hardly ask your mentor to give you money. It's not mentoring. You know that's that's the that's the um, um, the little psych that some young people are having these days. Mm. They will tell you to come and mentor them. The coming week, they start telling you they have not eaten since last week. Mm. So those things points relationship. It makes people look low or down on you. Mm. There are a whole lot of skills you can learn online that could place you digitally to be earning a token that could take care of your little expensive. Mm. So expect, uh, partnership or a relationship got us that US um, uh, COVID-19 grants. Mm. Because you need a person. Just let's be realistic. You need to fly on the wing of the person to get to the top. True. It's practically impossible to just get to the top yourself without connecting, collaborating or flying on the wings of the other people. It's practically mm. impossible. So it's always okay to build relationship nurture it like a flower you know when you have a flower in your garden you water that flower you don't want the flower to get dry that's the same way you should be nurturing relationship check on people bring value to the table if i want to talk about you mentoring me i won't just talk about i won't just bump to you and say come and mentor me i can just tell to you that okay fine i noticed you have been doing this podcast is there any way you need an help with this can i can i help in terms of content can i help in terms of making graphics I know you have a graphic designer, or I know you have so 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 so. Can mm. I do so 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 for you? Mm. If you are bringing something to the table for me as a mentor, I will give you that opportunity before any other person. Mm. So there's always a value in relationship as well because once relationship is just a one person thing, the other person will see you as a parasite and believe you mean you may not get the results that, that is needed. So it's always good to maintain relationship. And I'm so sorry, I'm shaking developers table a whole lot tonight. <laughs> That is why a whole lot of developers are having character issues. I don't know, maybe you have experienced this. Am I the only one experiencing this? You mean web developers? Yes, character. That's true. Maybe I've not been lucky. I've not been lucky anyways. <laughs> well, I've noticed so, that too, recent. 
character is a very important it's not just enough that you can you can develop anything millions can develop mm. millions are software developers so character and relationship there was a young man i work with well i see you suggest um small websites gig of a hundred thousand a hundred and twenty mm. i could have as well continue to work with him when we are getting gigs what up to 900 a million plus mm. but character is a is a is a big issue mm. so always work on character while nurturing relationship it may not be awesome while you are starting up especially working with uh, tech companies just starting up mm. but believe you me as ceos as well i think we need to change our mindset as well because i've had stories of ceo that, that do not give an enabling environment to their staffs as well yeah character really matters in nurturing relationship mm. because it goes both ways you have to resign <laughs> Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, I agree. Even if you have to resign, if you are resigning on a good note for me, I could easily write a recommendation for you. True. And one of what worked for a lot of people is recommend as little or minute recommendation on LinkedIn is Ruamayowa. It mm. matters a whole lot to some people during the job search. The first thing they, they do after going through your uh, profile connection is to go and check your recommendations. Mm. Who are those who recommended you? How many of us, let me give you this poser as I'm ending this talk tonight. How many of you can get the last employer to recommend you. Just mm-hmm. let me give you to let me leave you to that. Mm. But it's nice being on this podcast with you, Ramayawa. Thank, Thank you so, you so much for doing this. So much. I really, Thank really so wish the Nigerian youth really appreciate this and make delicious use of it. Yes. Well, I know very soon you need to monetize this, but I know you are doing this for free at the moment. It's yes. a good way to start, anyways. Yeah. So well, um the whole goal is to get a lot of people to listen and Maybe we can start to retool people's mindset about. Yeah, the orientation. I mean, so a lot of this discussion exposes all the back end things. Somebody imagine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. applying for 200 conferences and then not rejected for 175, and then people see the 25 and then they're like, wow, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's 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 a whole lot of knowledge. I really appreciate, man. I do not take this for granted. Thank you so much. Out of your I'm happy to come. schedule, even at this very yeah, crazy it's been crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy lately, sincerely. I appreciate it. It's something we have to define, friend. And of course, again, it's a platform of relationship. If yeah. I want to do this for any other person, I will tell them my 30 minutes is so 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 US dollars and send them an invoice. Mm. So that's why it's always good to do mental relationships, sincerely. Relationship True. matters. True. Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah. man. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Sure. And I hope people learn from my jargons. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, man. Bye. All right, bye, Jess. Sure.